What's good, Elevation Nation? And if it's your first time joining us, then welcome to the Elevate It podcast, where we interview creatives, emerging leaders who are going after their it. I mean, their passion, their inner tugging, that's that it, right? The things that they're compelled to do. And listen, we have something special for you today. Day. You listen, you remember the mic drop moments? Listen, those moments from our guests where you would hear something that was life changing, something to help you right where you are in your journey as a creative, in your journey as an entrepreneur, in your journey as a ministry leader, and you put your mic drop moment in the comment section or you say it out loud. Listen, you might as well consider this mic drop mania. This is the time where we want you to take those mic drop moments from each guest that we had. We got a snippet, a highlight, something that is powerful that we believe is going to bless you now and then be, listen, matter of fact, you can put this in the comment section, right? My next is my now. Come on, right? My next season is right now. Like I'm walking into that right now. This is what I want you to do. When you hear something from anybody, even starting from our first situation where we had, or I guess where we had a Vincent Miles Jr. all the way up to Kasi Grove and in between, some Something that you're hearing that's going to minister to you now, you, that you need to process now. Take that, put the mic emoji or say it out loud, put it in your notes, take it with you and fill up the comment section with so much encouragement, so much power, so much word to go ahead and encourage us to move into our next season. So I'm not going to talk too much more because we're going to let this roll from all of our guests. Do you remember all our guests? Listen, I'm just excited, right? Stay tuned. We're going into something powerful. That water walker sometimes is lonely. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you don't have the opportunity to share with people um, who are like-minded. So let's come and put a podcast together and interview those people who uh, are also walking water, on water, walking on water, yeah. elevating it, right? Going from where they are, taking that inner tugging and operating at that place. That's why I love the area of podcasting, asking questions, getting questions. Where are you, Chenzo? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who told you that perspective? Where did you get that perspective from? Um, let's get Where to did the you foundation. get foundation? Because we get understanding and we can operate and move forward in that. Oh, Some things I just don't know about. And I really can use this platform to, to learn. Oh, my gosh. And then, then those who are watching, they have the same questions. Yeah. Some things we're not moving out on because we feel like we're alone. So maybe you you didn't know the story where a Christian um, and uh, Lanisha were candle makers making soap and not only areas of ministers and have a marketing and, and communications business and then life coaching and then like all the things we did through the years came with all types of things. But you may not realize, too, that we're connected to all If you ever heard of it. The seven mountains of influence. Look at up when you can and i won't name all of them but that's like the mountains of like religion and you have government and all these mountains that are out there yeah. that we need to be in uh, influencing the area of culture learning from culture and moving forward pertaining to that level so we have to learn from those cultures i'm not maybe the mountain i'm called to is not the mountain that you're called to right but we still can be one body in many parts mm -hmm. and when i learn your story and what you went through not just the good yeah. and not just the bad but to learn the journey then that way I can receive something that can help me elevate, elevate it. Mm. I'm going to drink to that. We're going to drink You got to cheer your... Oh. Ah. Be in a place of truth that always exposes you. Mm -hmm. So that self-awareness, true, accurate self-awareness and understanding. So we, if you know your value, then you understand yourself. I think that was just a big thing for me because of how 
for me, because of how I came into this world. I was never really told the truth about myself until I was 17. And then it was told to me in such a way that it almost felt like something was still missing. That all that time that no one had the courage to tell me who I was. Okay. So it was always a big deal to me okay. to understand who I was. And I think that connection with value as well. So, yeah, I don't know how deep you want to go with this because I want to go on the area of a journey. But you, you're like alluding to being young or not knowing who you are, somebody not telling you who you are. Mm -hmm. what, are what are you talking about? <laughs> so how I was born okay, was not the conventional way. My mother was molested by her stepfather at the age of 14, wow. which produced me. To be told, well, this is you, mm. that's uncomfortable. And I had anger towards those people for years. Mm -hmm which I use as a crutch in my identity crisis and dysfunction. Who I am is not so much a secret, mm -hmm. but it's ugly. How do you tell somebody? Well, this man who's supposed to be your grandfather is actually your father. You, your mom wasn't married when she had you. She was actually molested. And she raised you in anger mm. because of what was done to her. Wow. So there wasn't, oh, this is my son. Yeah, so yeah. proud of him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, he's going, I'm going to minister to him. I'm going to speak. No, I hate you because you, you remind me of what was done to me. But you are a blessed man here who has realized all you've come from and identifying that it is. A lot of people waste time trying to do too much. Mm. Uh, you know, they got that saying where you can be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Mm. Find out what you're passionate about. And then try to then arrow in. Uh, you know, every bullet has a target. You know, you don't just let off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, e even if you're shooting in the air, the, the air is your target, but that bullet's going to come back down and hit something. Right. So you want to make sure that, you know, you're looking down barrel. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So that way, uh, you know what you're aiming for. Yeah. Because once you know what you're aiming for, now you even know how to move. Ah, that's good. Um, that's good. You know, uh, I, I try to talk to kids and I'm like, listen, like, don't just say, hey, I want to be a firefighter or, you know, this, that, or the third. That's that's not good enough. You, it's, you really got to look into the details. So when you're looking at colleges, don't just look at a school as a school. Certain schools are good at certain things. Mm -hmm. So you want to be majoring in the minutia and figure out which schools got your area of interest so that way you know now I'm targeting this school. Mm -hmm. What's this school's criteria? So now I'm now having my plan and it's not just I'm lolly dolly and I'm just going about, about my day, you know, hoping I land where I'm supposed to. Nah, you got to be intentional. Yeah. So, you know, um, first find out what you're passionate about first so that way you know where you're going. Love it, man. And I remember getting up and just yelling, like, yelling, God, where are you? Ooh. Like that, like, uh, I don't want to equate it to like a Jesus, like, why have you forsaken me moment? Mm -hmm, but like, mm -hmm. this is it. Pretty close. Huh? I think I'm done. Like, I'm not getting out of this hospital bed. And uh, there's not this like awesome, can't wait to see you Jesus moment. It's I'm, I'm pissed. Wow. And then the next day my body starts to heal up. You know, and like I go home, um, and I'm here now. Like it's a success story. You Hold know? on, wait a minute. So you're mad? Oh yeah. You're frustrated. Yeah. yeah. You're like, 
Eli, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the Greek. Right. We can trust through it. Why have you forsaken me? Sure. Moment, right? And you get that out and your body starts it's to heal? It needed to happen. I don't know if it was I had to get to my lowest point where I... Oh, it's a word in this, Johnny. Dealt with my anger or dealt with my whatever. And honestly, I don't think I got... Um, my body started to get healthy, but my, my spirit and soul didn't in that moment yet. But it was a turning point. Like, I can look back at it and say, I had to, I wish I hadn't have had to got to that point of anger. Like, I knew deep down that God was still good. I don't think I ever doubted it. Mm -hmm. But I allowed myself to get angry. Wow. Which I, I am not proud of. Yeah. Um, but that was a but turning But it's also point. taught me that there can be healthy ways to have heavy conversations with God. Mm. I don't think I did it healthily, but he can handle it. Like we, we think we God can this, handle it. We have this God that's like, Oh, you got a little snippy with me. Like, wow. Like, look at David. Look at all those guys who are like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Are you up there? Wow. Um, I love that man. And he can handle it. I don't think that's something a habit to build in. Like, yeah. I shouldn't wake up every day like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, man, it's really crazy. Who knew like what rejection would redirect me into? Mm. Um, it, it was really a place where it was preparing me. I feel like my freshman year of college was preparing me for where I am today. Mm. Um, and that rejection. That one rejection that I got from not making the team prepared me for where I am today. And I'm going to get to that in a second. It's redirection. Yes. Okay, good. Rejection ahead. is redirection. Come on. Let's and go. It was, it was just preparation for me. T-shirt. Yes, that's a T-shirt. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, so my manager ended up getting me into an agency, mm -hmm. uh, started modeling, but they, they typically manage supermodels. They do Calvin Klein models, Victoria's Secret models, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not built like a supermodel. I mean, I might be built... <laughs> All right, but like I, I ain't no supermodel. So, um, so my manager ended up like talking to me about that. He was like, "Yo, like, you ever think about acting?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, "I mean, it could be cool. I, I would definitely give it a shot." Mm -hmm. So he sent me a monologue. I did the monologue, and he thought it was great mm -hmm. for my natural talent without any acting lessons or classes or nothing like that. He sent it to casting directors and wow. stuff like that, and they loved it as well. Then from there, it was a long process, but I ended up getting signed to him as my management and in creative talent management as well. And I got signed to uh, an acting agency in New York by the name of uh, Stuart Talent. Then from there... It was a long journey. It still is a long journey. But recently, I actually got sent, um, and this is important for the rejection part, I got sent something called a talent report, which is basically everything that I've auditioned for, everything I've got submitted for, for film and TV. And as before the the acting strike, mm -hmm. SAG strike, uh, there was 346 different film and tv things that i've gotten submitted for or i auditioned for mm. and guess how many of those i booked how many zero not one this is important for the rejection part mm. i feel like he built i feel like a, pre a preacher and it's building go ahead so 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm actually getting hyped. In my ahead, chair. I'm trying ahead. to com stay no, composed. You go, hey, you go I'm there. Stay composed. You but, go there. But that that right there, being rejection, it was just like, okay, another door's about to open. Mm. We're still on strike, but there's still things coming my way that that is building me up as an actor, building me up as a human being, as a in in every area, it's affecting me. Uh, in the in the best ways possible. It's all about the mindset for me, um, and I think it was important for me to was to understand what God was doing in those seasons. You're about to tell me your business really started in the pandemic. For sure, I wasn't. I was working when the pandemic happened. I was working um, for Home Depot at their corporate office, working in like um, I was like a call rep. I was committed to the company, but I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. I, my whole thing was. I'm only working this job until I make it. With a master's degree. With a master's degree. <clears throat> so what was the shift? How did you, I'm going to come out of that, I'm going to go full time, I'm going to do what I need to do. What was that push? Well, when I, the more I leaned into photography, the more it leaned into me and I started mm -hmm. making really good money. Let's just be real. <laughs> I'm going to just say the numbers. They're giving me a raise. I have finally hit $20 an hour. If I work all my hours and maybe even do a little overtime, I might have got $1,400. I was doing my photos on the side. 2020, January, it was like zero. <laughs> February, it was like 100. Uh. <laughs> March, March, when the pandemic really hit. Yeah. It might have been like zero, zero for like, because the first two months was like scary. Like we wasn't really doing nothing. Mm -hmm. By the time June, July, August hit, it was like 450, 750. $1,050. I was blown away. I made $1,000 in one month just taking pictures. The next month, it was like $3,2500. Like, it was jumping. Jump. I said, oh, I'm on to something. <laughs> I said, when I hit 10K, I'm quitting my job. I was doing it. I had hit a 10K month, but then the next month might have been like 3000 It was so up and down, I was scared. 2022, it was May. I had shot a conference. I had, you know, did... I had shot a retreat. I had did all these different things. That month, I had made over $15,000 that month. Mm. Then on top of that, you know, consistently months after that, I was consistently like hitting 10K, like at least, mm -hmm. right? One of the retreats that I shot, I made, I don't remember the exact numbers. It was probably at least 5,000 or more, but I counted it out and I said, for the amount of money I just made, it would have taken me two and a half months to make that at Home Depot. And I made it in a weekend mm. shooting. I'm like, wow, if I could do this, if God can put me in a position to do this, and I'm only giving this business about 40% of my time and attention. Only 40%. Only. Mm. Um, what I would tell pe people, mostly my husband and a few select others around me, like, oh, I wish I could move to Australia. I wish I could be done. I can start over, like, give me a fresh start. Uh -huh. No no joke. Okay. It was like, it is, grass is greener over there for sure. Yeah. And then it was like, I actually could do that. Like, I really could. I could be done with what I'm doing, mm -hmm. leave my family, leave my job, leave everything I have, and I can go to Australia. Mm. But I don't want to. Why don't I want to do that? Wow. And really, oh, it's because I, I love this part. I love these connections, you know, the finding those little pieces of, of light and joy within who I was. Right. And then it's like, okay, now that I can appreciate that, mm 
it's like the first little glimpse into how um, I can find that value within myself so that I can, again, show up to be the mom that I wanted to be. Wow. <clears throat> That's so good right there. This is this this is helping me too, right? Great. <laughs> I'll be, no, because I'll be honest. I think before Lanisha and I went through a whole this past summer. So long story short, we work hard, okay? But in the summers, just just like it was when we were in special education, different things like that, we had the opportunity to have uh, the summer off. And when I went into the um, nonprofit that I've been doing some coaching and some things for, I wanted to continue to have that because I seen how important it was for us as a family to connect us as a, a, a husband and wife to vision cast and do different things like that. So this past summer, that's what we do. We take, take a month or so off just to do that. So I did a lot of self-examination and that's kind of how even elevated podcast came through because I was like, like my thing is to see people walking, living and thriving in their God given purpose. Like it's always been an area of like, Hey, what are you doing? How can I help you? What? But even in that, that's projected. Like I want to help you Meg, do that. But what about like me? What does that do for me and my, or my joy tank and not just by the result, but while I'm doing it. And it's funny. Cause you asked me off camera, like, do you enjoy this? And I'm like, this, this, this is amazing. I don't think you can experience true peace without going through the hard things, you know, it can be easy to just go around things and to try to ignore things. But when you're willing to go through, that's when you can really find who you are. And that's when you can really find your voice and be happy with who you are. And so, yeah, I think I'll be doing that the rest of my life and then finding out more about myself. But I think that's at the core who I am. Have you gone through hard then? Have I not? <laughs> I'm going through a lot of hard things. Yeah. Which I talk about a lot in my music. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk about something. Let's talk about it. Because, I mean, people are watching. And yeah. The premise of elevating uh, your it, which is your inner tugging, if this is your first time tuning in. Um, yeah. We all, that, all have that, that, that compelling from God to go ahead and mm. go for the thing that God has called for us to do. Yeah. But that doesn't come without the area of the storm. No. Before Matthew 14. Peter on the water. Okay. Go ahead. So the story. The story. <laughs> so you've had your right. storms. Yeah. Now we don't have to go as deep or yeah. as deep as you would like to go ahead and go pertaining to those. Yeah. Things. But I think it is mm. good because somebody's watching and I'm at that place and I'm like, you know what? Um, I may hear all the great things that Danny does. Yeah. She's a recording artist and she opened up, but they don't know the story. No. And they don't know what you're mm -mm. going through to get to where you are right now. So what mm -hmm. are some things that you feel like that you have gone through and how did you overcome? Yeah. I think a great place to go back to is in a um, season of life that kind of launched me into really finding my voice as an artist, which was 2020. You know, 2020, I was like, yeah, 2020, clear vision, 2020, here we go. You know, there are all these things. And then I had the most embarrassing moment in my life happened in 2020. I was engaged um, and I thought I was getting ready to start this new life. And I was just not the way I envisioned it. Mm. And so um, my engagement broke off at that time. And I was just sitting there wondering, like, I thought I did everything right. I thought that this was sealed. And um, I was just like, God, why would you let this happen to me? Mm. Like, I'm so embarrassed and I'm so hurt. Um, but what I didn't realize was that it was a setup for me to get by myself. I was away from all my family and all my friends in a whole new state. And I just really had to wrestle with God about who was it that I wanted to become. Wow. 
Mm. Not who, who did people want me to be? Oh, Danny Peace. I can't figure this thing out. Yep. But what do we do? More work. Just keep going. Yeah. It's like the check. You, you just gave the car analogy. I was thinking of the check engine light coming on. Mm. Most of us, the check engine light comes on. Mm-hmm. We don't take it to the shop right away. <laughs> We're like, oh, that's the only check engine. Like, like I'm, it's still driving, mm. you know, until, yeah. you know, your car breaks down mm-hmm. because you never took that moment to stop and say, let me check why my light is on, yeah. you know? And um, that's another mic drop moment. He said he wasn't going to have them. What? Check your engine light. It's your engine, bro. It's your engine. It's yeah. your engine. Yeah. Light that's going on. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking of is, um, this is not mine. This is somebody else's mic drop, but- uh, one of the guys that mentors me, he always challenges me and say, there's a lot of things that we can do, right? Mm-hmm. What are those things that we must do? Oh. You, know, you talk about your it. Yeah. Like, I think we spend our lives doing a lot of things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. Or I'm going to, you know, like, but what are those things that we must uh. do? You know, um, oh. you know, what's our, what are those things that burden us? Like, what's our vision from burden? Mm. You know, like, What's the burdens that we have and what's the vision that God has given us to mm. see those things fleshed out, you know? But I think we don't hit the pause button. Mm-hmm. We don't see our check engine light and we just keep going, doing the things that we can be doing. Wow. And the thing that suffers the most is those things that we must be doing. Wow. Wow. And this all came from your life learning, the initial question. <laughs> she, I thought I forgot. <laughs> back, to the, back to the second part. <laughs> is why apply these things. And so this is before you even answer that, because I think it's easy for us as preachers and teachers, coaches, whatever, to just love knowledge. So somebody may say, well, you guys are preachers, you're teachers, you're coaches, you're entrepreneurs, you want to learn. But there's a difference, man, where some people, we stop, and that's a gift. I'm not hating on anybody. I want to be clear in that. It's like, it's, it's a gift set. But for you, you say, you know what? I could learn the knowledge and just share it. But dude, like, you apply, you do the work. You're in the community, you're in the field, you're 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 doing those things. So what where did that come from or or you know, what what? Um so the root of all that is this is my pastor hat. Put my yeah. pastor hat on. Good. The root of all of all of that is um you know, God's word says we're to be not just hearers of word but doers also. Mm-hmm. I was so caught up on what people will think about me. Mm-hmm. What are people going to say about what I'm doing? Yeah, I let the outside influences of what, what I was assuming people were saying about me stop me. Mm-hmm. So I was very inconsistent. You said assumed. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily that they were saying it. They you weren't saying thought I just thought that they were saying That it. nobody was going to tune in on what I was doing. And then that hindered you from yeah. moving forward. Yeah. I, let, I allowed myself to get in a way and I allowed myself to basically mic drop. See, we got to sit with this, that stuff. We got to talk to the people for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the biggest enemy is not pertaining to the area of Christianity where we would say the 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 enemy, Satan, mm-hmm. the devil. No, like what you're about to say. Sometimes it's the enemy. me. Yeah, ourselves. Being where I'm at now, looking back at it, I, I, I held myself back a lot. Mm. Even my dad would say, if you had my dad here right now, my, when I, even when I play sports, mm-hmm. I would put so much pressure on myself. Mm. To the point, it was one game when I was in grade school. I was so focused on winning the game, and I got fouled. I, f- I fouled somebody. I thought it wasn't a foul, mm-hmm. but I was mad. I was like, "What the heck, man? What, what, why?" Mm-hmm. My dad was on in the in the 
stadium in mm-hmm. the gym. He said, yo, Avery, he said, if you do that again, I'm going to take you out myself. Mm-hmm. Stop putting pressure on yourself and play the game. Mm-hmm. Talking to God. God, what direction am I supposed to go in right now? Because mm-hmm. I feel lost. I need, I, I need an answer. I need something. I don't know where mm-hmm. to go right now. I don't know how to feel right now. I want wow. to do this. I know I'm not supposed wow. to do this, but I want to do this right now, God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going, you, 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 you dropping some mics, some mic drops right there. Right? Uh, Cause so you're saying like uninterrupted time, right? That's what I'm kind of getting from you so far. Right. Yeah. But you're also saying as a leader, right. As a pastor, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, no matter what, that there can be sometimes you're going through some situations and you're just like, I don't know what to do. Meaning you didn't feel like you had to have the answer. You just had a place of just like, yo, like I'm at my place. Like I just I need I need some insight and some wisdom. Right. Yeah. So it's OK not to appear to be did you feel like i had to appear to be okay when i wasn't okay like what was that pressure like i didn't i so here's the thing i didn't feel like i had to be okay i felt like in all actuality a lot of cats didn't care if i was okay whoa so with that being said it would be the same thing ben how are you holding up how's how's everything how's the church yes it's it's coming along no how are you feeling pertaining to your pastor passing away and whatnot um, you know, I have a man that's good. Listen, I want to tell you something. Here's when he's happy with it. Okay. Like you're saying, how are you doing? Where are you going? When I went through some of the low the lowest time, I had like a two-week time frame, bro, when it was just like it was low, right? Mm-hmm. And I still preached, I still showed up, I still recorded podcasts, I still was doing those situations, those things. Yeah. And look, surrounded around people, having people around, but still feeling lonely. You said, I felt like nobody cared, right? Of right. course people care, but those feelings become real depending on what we're dealing with and, and doing so forth and so on. We still have to show up and do those things. But it's great to have somebody who we can reach out to and connect in those seasons and times. So to my story, um, because like I said, I was, um, I was going to school for music education. And mm-hmm. at one point I wanted to teach music. Um, so when that ended, um, and life kind of changed for me. I was like, I still like, I'm, I'm a person who teaches like, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when it connected, it connected to my story, when I felt called to teach about God. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it, that re-energized me. I was in a, I was in a place where I was, um, I was depressed. There we when go. I Let's, go. Let's go there. Um, we can go. There. <laughs> Let's we go, can there. go there. I was, I was depressed. <laughs> okay. I was um, having trouble getting out of bed, having okay. trouble um, wanting to do the things that were fun. Um, but then uh, when I got into youth ministry, when I started teaching, when I started to support a lot of different um, ministries and, and getting on stage with worship team and all that, um, I started to get like a little bit of that fire back, yeah. that light back. Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of helped me move in this other direction with my story. My story was going this one way, you know, as I did music through, through school, I did marching band. Like I was, I was a music guy, like that's yeah. who I was. And then it took this left turn and I didn't really know what that was like. It was, it was wilderness. Um, and then, um, and then something happened and it wasn't anymore. And I felt like I could, um, you know, keep my head above water. And then it was no longer keeping my head above water, but really, um, enjoying the journey. 
and then I also did therapy and stuff. So let me just say, go to therapy. Uh, that might be your mic drop moment. <laughs> go to therapy. Right. Um, but also, um, if you feel called to something, like answer that call, look in that direction, like go that way. It'll, it'll help you tap into who you are mm -hmm. and feel like yourself again. Yeah. So. I told you, I told you, I told you. What a mighty, a powerful episode. I mean, you, the things that come on, somebody. Like, hopefully, you have put in all, put, put, look, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm jacking up all my, my vocabulary right now. Hopefully, you got some mic drop moments that will encourage you throughout the rest of this season. Listen, you're amazing. Um, if you haven't already, like, share, subscribe, share this with somebody else. If you heard a piece and you're like, Look, I needed more, guess what? You can go back to the original episode that our guests were there. Listen, and we are right now in the midst of developing something super powerful, uh, talking to guests, giving you exactly what you need so you can continue to go for your it, your inner tugging and your passion. We speak nothing but blessings, power, increase, encouragement, and equip you with words of love, wisdom, and excitement as you move forward into a powerful season. Blessings upon you and your family, and we will see you next week.